0: Welcome to the Husband Factory Podcast. I'm the host and founder, Makita Kamara Omensa. Join me here every week where I help single women meet good men and enjoy great marriages using proven faith-based principles. Now, here's today's episode. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Husband Factory Podcast. I am your host, Makita Kamara. I am so glad to be here with you as usual, I want to talk to you today about how do you know when the person is right to marry? How do you know the right person to marry and that's a huge question because a lot of times when we are looking to get married, we secretly don't know what we're looking for. Many of us have an idea of a person you know we have an idea of what we want them to look like, we have an idea of what they what we want their personality to be like. But we really don't know and we haven't fine-tuned how we're going to know if the person is the right person for us. It's so important for us to know ahead of time what we're going to be looking for so that when we meet the person, we already know marriage is more than the fact that you guys get along. Marriage is more than love. Marriage is more than attraction. So you don't want to make a decision based on those things. Have you ever met someone and you thought, oh my goodness, the person is so amazing. Six months down the line, you ask yourself, what was I thinking? Marriage is too big of a decision to base on temporary things or to base on things that are not in depth. So you really want to make sure you make a decision when it comes to who to marry based on things that are lasting, things that have to do with their substance, their content, who they are, things that they can't fake, things that it basically is internal, you know? So let's look at some of these things. Number one thing as a Christian woman is you want to marry somebody who has Christ, as their anchor, that they make decisions. Christ is the reason It's the reason behind the decisions that they make. They consider the relationship with God when they make decisions. They consider the fear of God when they make decisions. They don't make decisions just because they feel like it. They don't live their life just because they feel like it. Everything they do is because they fear God and love Him. Now, there's one thing. A lot of people love God. A lot of people have Jesus as their Savior, but not everybody has Jesus as their Lord. Now, the difference is that when he's your Lord, he speaks, you say, you listen. He jumps. He tells you to jump. You say, how high? That's the difference. When he speaks, you obey. When you read his word, his word says you should not lie. You don't lie when his word says you shouldn't have a lack of integrity, you make sure that you don't have a lack of integrity. When his word says you shouldn't have premarital sex, you make sure you don't have premarital sex because you fear him. He is not just your savior, the wonderful savior who died for you. He's also your Lord that gets to control how you live. So it's that serious. So you want to make sure you marry someone who is thinking along those lines? You want to make sure that you marry someone that feels that way about God also, because that's where your safety is. It's more than just that you want to be equally yoked. The Bible says that you should not be unequally yoked, because when you're unequally yoked, you're becoming one with Satan. Who wants to be one with Satan? Absolutely not. Who wants Satan as their father in law? That you married this great guy, but he's. You're a Christian. He's eh, not so much. But, you know, once you marry him, Satan becomes your father-in-law. When Satan is your father-in-law, he brings all the things that come with him. Sickness, disease, poverty, strife, dissension, you name it, he brings it. So you want to be very careful. Make sure you marry somebody who fears God and that that you can tell by the way they be, that live. Not by the way they talk, but the way, by the way they live. They pay their tithes. They're in church frequently. They show honor and respect to the things that have to do with God. God has first place in their life. It's not something that you can really pretend. You can see it. They, When they make decisions, they pray about them. They ask God. You know, I know that there's men who pretend, who do a lot of Christian talking, but you have to actually look at how they live and how they spend their money. Do they spend their money on the things of God? Do they... Do you see them ever making sacrifices? You know, all those things matter. When I say sacrifices, I mean financial sacrifices for God's kingdom. It's so important. Are they generous? What in their life shows you that they are a believer? Just because they go to church, they could be going to church for 20 years. They could even be the pastor. It doesn't mean that they are committed to God. Yeah, I know that doesn't make sense, but it's true. Many people, God is still working on them and their level of commitment, but that doesn't mean they're not a Christian. So not every Christian is your type of Christian. Now, let me bring that to number two. So what you have to look for is number one is that you share Christ, that you're marrying a, a believer. Number two is that you're marrying a believer that has character. The number two letter word is character. Is this person mean and nasty? How do, they, how do you feel when you're around them? Do they make you feel bad all the time? Are they kind? Are they loving? Are they peaceful? Do they have the fruits of the spirit? Not just the gifts of the spirit. A whole lot of people have the gifts of the spirit, but do they have the fruits of the spirit? Because you can operate beautifully in the gifts of the spirit, but you don't have any fruits of the spirit. You're marrying the person, not the gift. There's a funny story I heard a minister talk about one time. My husband was preaching, a man was preaching as a pastor and his wife was saying to some people how she wished she could marry that man that's preaching because the man that's preaching is kind, he makes jokes, he's open, but her husband was not like that, you know, so you're not marrying the gift, you're marrying the person, you're going to have to deal with the man. You're not just dealing with the anointed son of God. You're dealing with the man, the son of man. So can you live with that son of man? Does that son of man have patience? Does he have long suffering? Does he have self-control? Does he have love? Can he be trusted? Does he have integrity? When he says something, does he follow through? All of those things are things you need to look for. What is his character like? And I'll give you one more. So there is Christ. There's character. And then the last one I want to give you is capacity. Does he have the capacity to get married? Does he have the maturity to get married? In the description box, I'm going to put a... Scripture that says marriage is not for everyone. Not everyone has the maturity to get married. So, are you marrying somebody that is mature enough to get married? Does he pay his own bills? If he can pay your, his own bills, then that means when you guys get together, you'll be able to share expenses. Now, marriage should actually take away for some of the financial burden from both of you. You'll be able to share expenses. And pay the bills. But if you're both paying each your own personal bills, then you should be able to get married. Doesn't mean you need to have six figures, doesn't even need to be me, a millionaire or billionaire, but you can pay your bills, he can pay his bills, uh-huh. you're ready for marriage. So, does he have maturity, financial maturity? What about spiritual maturity? As he cultivated the ability to hear from God, and you don't want to enter into a car with a man and you guys are going on a long journey. You don't know where to go. He doesn't know where to go, but his GPS isn't working. The GPS is the ability to hear from God. If his GPS isn't working, you guys are going to make a lot of stops and U-turns and you know, false steps and having to start over again. So you, he has to have the ability to hear from God. Is he spiritually mature? Then the other part of capacity is his emotional Maturity? Does he have issues from his past that he hasn't dealt with? Is there an old relationship? Maybe he was married before. Maybe he was in a long term relationship where the woman broke his heart. Whatever it is, it needs to be dealt with. Does he have any soul ties? Is he able to give himself to you completely emotionally? Does he have any walls up that need to come down? All of those things are things you need to look out for. A man must be complete for the most part, and you must be complete before getting married, or you're going to bring baggage into somebody else's life. Now, it doesn't mean that you're 100% perfect, but at least you're able to relate with the person with maturity and you've made up your mind that I'm going to live a life of sacrifice. I'm going to focus on my spouse. I am no longer single. I'm going to live with my focus on them and serve them to the best of my ability. You have to marry a man that that is emotionally mature enough and has the emotional capacity to know that he is... Uh, the head of the house. Is he able to be a priest? Ask yourself, is he able to take on the role of the priest of the house and ask yourself too: as you plan to get married, are you able to be a helper to a man or are you still focused on building your own life? Because, you know, it's a two-way street. You're going to have to help him after you get married. That's part of your role is to find out what do you have that he needs and, and throw your weight behind it. Throw your weight behind his vision. Throw your weight behind where he's going because when you get married, you should be going the same place. So throwing your weight behind his vision is throwing your weight behind your own vision. There's no difference there. So those are the those are three things to look for to for you to realize, okay, is this person good for me to get married? Does he have Christ? Do we share Christ? Does what is his character like? Does he have excellent character and does he have the capacity or maturity to get married? When you do when you look for a man that has these three things, trust me, you will not be disappointed. And it almost doesn't matter. I mean, there is some more, so I'll do another three another day, but it almost doesn't matter. What else is going on if he has those three things because you're able to get to the point where you can actually see, okay, I can live with this person. Of course, there's compatibility, there's companionship, you have to be friends, all of that. But these are very key things that if you look at those things and you should actually give the person a chance, you should actually date the person and see where it goes. I hope you meet somebody that has all of those things this week. Keep your eyes open. Can't wait to hear it. See you next week.